Welcome to Full Disclosure, a podcast to provide legal information and updates to individuals, businesses and business advisors in South Australia. This podcast is brought to you by Mellor Olson Lawyers, a full-service South Australian law firm. The information, opinions and advice in this podcast are for general information only. Today I'm joined by Mellor Olson partner Dylan Steele. Dylan is a workplace relations lawyer. Welcome Dylan. Thank you for having me. My pleasure. Dylan, I've brought you along today because the spread of novel coronavirus or COVID-19 as we're calling it is certainly not going anywhere. It's been dominating the headlines nationally and internationally for quite some time. I've asked you along today to discuss with us, I guess, the impact that this is having on businesses and I guess what businesses in South Australia and Australia should be aware of when it comes to managing it in the workplace. Yes, uh, COVID-19 is unfortunately here to stay for the long term. Uh, and, uh, and again, unfortunately, uh, we continue to see more and more variants of the, the virus um, presenting themselves, which means that uh, workplaces in Australia and globally will need to constantly adapt and evolve uh, to, the, to new conditions. So I'd love to talk a little bit today about the impact this is having on employers, employees and businesses. But if we can just go into the rights and the risks and the regulations that businesses should be aware of when it comes to COVID-19 in the workplace? Yes. Uh, Well, employers uh, firstly have uh, non-delegable duties to provide safe uh, and healthy uh, workplace environments as reasonably practicable uh, to their employees. Um, And this includes providing and maintaining a work environment that is um, without risk to health and safety. Um, employers, uh, all of those relevant duties are governed by both state and federal uh, work health and safety legislation uh, and employers should look to that legislation to ascertain their duties and obligations to employees. So what should employees and employers be aware of? Well, employers need to uh, uh, remain abreast of ongoing developments in respect of COVID-19. Helpfully in Australia we have great public health agencies, state and federal, that are constantly putting out updates about COVID-19 and how to minimise the risk of exposure in a workplace. Employees need to listen to what their employers are providing with respect to ongoing obligations around good hygiene practices, uh, safe distancing and other COVID-19 safety protocols. There are some great resources out there, aren't there, in regards to hand hygiene, social distancing, you know, um, how to protect your reception areas with screens and all that sort of stuff. Yes. I would imagine that there is so much information happening at quite a regular pace. Should businesses appoint somebody to just manage and report that content? Yes, all all businesses should be operating some form of a COVID-19 management plan. Um, State and federal legislation uh, requires that there be a point of contact in in respect of all safety issues in the workplace. Uh, And we would um, uh, suggest that employers Uh, continue to um, remain up to date with those developments and to disseminate that information to their employees and ensure that they're complying with best public health practices. So communication is key here? Yes, very much so. So we've identified um, that COVID-19 is certainly a business risk and we've talked about the fact that our employees are our greatest resource. Yes. How do you go about managing that risk in the workplace? Well, it's important to um, adequately have measures in place to control Uh, and minimise risks such as COVID-19 in the workplace. Employers already uh, have 
such control measures generally, whether it's uh, seasonal influenza or COVID-19 or other health and safety risks that arise in the workplace. So it's about adapting those control measures to, to suit the current circumstances of COVID-19. So we would strongly suggest that they uh, actively um, obtain and comprehend the, the public health um, requirements around COVID-19 and apply those in the workplace. Um, gone are the days where we're asked to soldier on, really. It's, um, if, if there is a sniffle, if there is even any illness symptoms, we really are asking people to stay away until they are well. Um, I'm assuming that there's a responsibility on the employee in that regard as well? Yes, yes. Both, it, both the employer and the employee uh, need to ensure that um, uh, an employee who comes to work is fit and well to perform their duties. Uh, unfortunately, with the COVID-19 variants we're dealing with, you may not always initially uh, present with flu-like symptoms, uh, and we would strongly suggest that employees do not attend work if they're unwell or have been exposed to COVID-19 in any form. Um, so we've covered, I guess, being aware of what's going on, the impact that it's having on our business. I'd like to talk a little bit about lockdowns and um, the role of the employer and the employee in that situation. Um, History is telling us that these are happening from time to time, and unfortunately, in some instances, they're happening for quite extended periods of time. Um, what should businesses do in the way of going about managing leave and leave entitlement when it comes to lockdowns? Uh, yes, well obviously um, when we talk of uh, lockdowns we talk about um, state government requirements for businesses to close. I think that employers should uh, on an ongoing basis uh, consider and consult with their employees about what their resourcing requirements are in those circumstances. Obviously uh, employers are encouraged, we, we don't want a loss of productivity amongst um, our best resource which is which is employees. Uh, so employers should look at uh, alternative work arrangements whether they be work from home or otherwise, uh, about resourcing in the office, um, ensuring that they comply with social distancing protocols, so perhaps having staggered shifts for employees, um, enabling some employees to work from home uh, on a regular and systematic basis. Um, but if there is a government lockdown in those circumstances in order for the business where, where possible, uh, obviously there'll be industries such as retail and hospitality where that's not possible. But in other circumstances, employers should look to engage with their employees or continue to engage them for a meaningful employment from home. Can I ask a question um, as a um, business manager or business owner? Yes. What if you have an employee who is unwell, who has COVID-19, what are your rights in regards to um, ensuring that they stay home? What if you have an insistent employer who wants to come in and is unwell and you know that it's not actually safe and all the other employees? Well, obviously, an employee who has contracted the COVID-19 virus um, will be on personal leave like any other employee who is unwell. Um, we would say that you'd need to be guided by the public health authorities in your state and the Commonwealth about um, how best to deal with that person and, and how long they need they are required to stay away from work. But in those circumstances, they would be treated as any other employee who, who uh, is unwell and just happens to have COVID-19. Okay. We touched a little earlier on working from home. I'd yes. like to talk about that in a bit more depth if that's possible. What are the um, responsibilities of the employer when it comes to uh, staff working from home? In the circumstances of working from home, employers have the same duties and obligations they have in circumstances where an employee is at work. So those duties are not minimised or extended, they remain the same. And obviously uh, it falls upon the employer or the onus is on the employer to ensure that they're providing a safe working environment for their employees at home in circumstances where they're working from home. 
a bit of a mouthful. Um, so in, uh, we would suggest that employers um, consult with their employees first about the proposed uh, working from home environment and then to conduct by uh, consultation a risk assessment of, uh, to identify any hazards or other risks that may present themselves in, that, in, in the employee's home. Are there some good resources out there for people to help them do that risk assessment? Yes, um, all of the uh, the state and uh, f federal um, safe work authorities have great checklists, uh, great resources, both the state and federal safe work authorities. They have great checklists and, and other ways of, to identify uh, 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 working from home uh, safety hazards. There's also a great deal of evidence now on the, the, on the internet about how best to manage those risks. What are those risks? Uh, look, um, they're quite varied. Um, they can be physical risks in the home, such as hazardous substances and materials. They can be ergonomic issues about the work desk and the work equipment, because obviously uh, when you're working from home, uh, many employees have taken home computers and laptops and they're not ideally set up to work in, a, in, in your home. The kitchen table isn't exactly an ergonomic desk, is it? Correct, correct. And there's also other issues that arise um, in terms of um, injury to, to employees, and they could be uh, psychosocial issues where people are working by themselves at home with no other contact, uh, and that's where we'd strongly encourage employers to maintain regular and scheduled contact with their employees during the working week. Uh, and there can be other issues as simply as a slip, trip and fall issues where people have tripped on the carpet or the incorrect placement of electrical cabling for their computers and such. Right. I can imagine going into like a hot summer as well, we need to be mindful of, you know, are they cool enough? Are yes, they that's comfortable? A, another big issue, yes. Proper ventilation and air conditioning, heating and cooling in those circumstances because um, some working from home arrangements are now almost two years in their duration and, and unfortunately may continue for a longer period of time. Yeah. So it's very important that uh, as reasonably practicable, uh, employers look to conduct a risk assessment with consultation with their employees. Well, Dylan, I think we've covered a lot today. So we've really um, told our listeners, firstly, it's really important to keep abreast of what those changes are and, and, and what we need to be aware of, communicating those expectations to the teams. We've talked about leave entitlements. We've also talked about working from home and the risks involved from a work health and safety perspective. Is there anything else that you would like to add before we wrap up? Um, I, I would just say that uh, it's important for parties to communicate uh, and remain knowledgeable of, of ongoing developments. Uh, unfortunately, COVID-19 is a, a rapidly evolving um, virus. In I'd imagine for you in regards to legislation, you're just constantly having to keep up with the yes, changes. Yes, it's been, a, 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 for many um, lawyers practising in the area, it's been quite a demanding time for, for them, yes. Well, I'd like to thank you very much for your time today, Dylan. Thank you. Meller Olsen Lawyers has experienced practitioners in workplace relations. The information in this podcast is general in nature. For podcast terms and conditions, for more information on Dylan, workplace relations law or Meller Olsen Lawyers, please visit molawyers.com.au.